You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today, we are going to talk about money, 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 but not in the way we normally talk about money because we're going to actually talk about money from ending scarcity. What would it look like if there was no scarcity? What would money look like if there was no scarcity? Is it possible to live in a world where there is no scarcity, right? Because when we talk about money, it's the goal. It's why we do business, right? It's how we transact. It's how we interact with one another. It's why I do what we do. But is it possible that the way we've been holding money, and my guest today is actually going to paint some light on this, and and Shen, we're going to explore this because does money really even exist? Is it even a thing? Is it even out there? The crypto space has started to show us some differences in the fact that hmm, maybe money is not what we thought it was, not what we told it was, what, what we've been told it was. And there's this this awakening in this money space. And so my guest today is Kristen Ragazin, who is the author of the book, The End of Scarcity. And prior to the show, we were talking about some amazing stuff. We're going to dive down these rabbit holes today. Kristen, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Justin. It's so great to be here with you. You know, you you've been on some uh, quite the journey with with uh, with your book, with your experiences. You, you found yourself at a like a World Ecom conference in, in Puerto Rico over the weekend, and and you, you're spreading this light, uh, this message of the end of scarcity. But I, I we all have our own concepts of what scarcity means as it relates to money, but can you frame up what how you capture it in your book? It's really living, trading in your life for living for the money, you know, that everything sort of gets tainted by this all-powerful goalpost that everyone's looking for, and that this is really the great illusion, that we're supposed to be living the opposite way, and that we can, but, um, but truly, of course, we know the world, the vast majority, we're not. Yeah, it, you're 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 right. I like I like how you paint that picture of like it's the goalpost, right? It's 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 missing the the tree for the forest, and 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 it's the story that we've seen told over and over and over again, right? The Ebenezer Scrooge who who you know lived his entire life hoarding money, making money, and realizing it, and he missed out on on life, right? That's we see that at Christmas time, right? And that's where it's really overemphasized. That, that one time a year that makes you remind you to come back from your the prison that you've created to, to remember your family, right? And go buy them gifts. Right. We, we see that at Christmas time, but, they, it, but that, that message is, it, it, it plays out throughout the year. So how, what, what's the solution? Even moment to moment. I think the very first step of it is just becoming conscious that we're living this way. You know, I think that we're so busy and we're sort of so um, step by step, like, you know, going from past to future linear that we're so caught up in, okay, I just have to get this done or do this and then it will be different or, oh, I'll get rid of my to-do list and then it will be different. And of course, it's the ephemeral carrot that we never get to. And in turn, this is what's happened to the American dream 
or even the idols that have sort of been put on stage saying, oh no, you can hit it big. It can work out. The whole thing can change. And yet we're just really living on the hamster wheel. So when we come to this first revelation of like, wow, wait a minute, life is being lived this way by me, by by those around me, Um, that awakening is still tough. And I think we do get little whispers of it here and there, but that's the first stage. And even though it includes a little nausea, it's, it's profound and it's wonderful. And it's actually really easy to start getting off of this. And in fact, we can collectively change this quite quickly because we are really living in the illusion of scarcity and the illusion of the chase. Um, so the first stage is, is starting to get a conscious relationship with money. What is it? And how is it different than wealth? That's the really big question. And we're going to dive down this rabbit hole on the backside of the, of the conversation here because you're, you're absolutely right. I can't agree with you more of, of coming into a conscious relationship with money, not just uh, it's what you do and one day you might have enough, right? It, it's changing the program that we've been fed our entire lives to see things differently, to see things for what they actually are and how they actually work. I love this topic. This lights me up. I, I am so glad that you are on this show. Uh, we're going to dive into how we talk about ending scarcity, the end of scarcity more after this break. But before we do, Krista, where can people go find more information about you? Well, the best place is to come to my website, which is theendofscarcity.com or my name, kristenragason.com. And that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N. R-A-G-U-S-I-N.com. That's, and then you find everything there and you can stay in touch with me. Fantastic, folks. Be thinking to yourself during the break, is it possible to end scarcity? And when we get back, we're going to dive down that rabbit hole and start answering some of your questions on how it is possible. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. We're talking about the end of scarcity today. My guess is. Kristen Raggison, she's the author of the book, The End of Scarcity. And before the break, Kristen, you had brought up the point of um, really the way we have to get there and changing the way we look at money is we first have to have a a, uh, conscious relationship with money. We have to understand this. What what in your in your world, what does what does having a conscious relationship with money look like? Yeah, it just starts with the very first basis of questioning money. What is it? And, um, you know, I, I like to say when we're born born on the earth, we see the sun, the moon, the people around us and money. <laughs> so we're entrained or ready to consider it as a law of the universe, like gravity, something that we just accept and we don't really find out. Does the stork bring money? Um, you know, and and so what is money? And money, I really say, is it's a verb. It's not a thing. And um, But we are entrained, indoctrinated 
reinforced every day to think it's these paper door digits flying around separate that exist that we just have to capture. And this is not true at all. Um, money is actually a technology, like a like a tally or a scoreboard. Um, I like to say it's the equal sign in the three plus four equals seven that we in society created together to say, gosh, it's better that we live together. Um, instead of living in the woods by ourselves. And because we're creating and sharing resources with one another, we've created this simple technology to help us do these exchanges, like the computer, like the phone, to help us have better communication with one another. Is money a technology that's created correctly in order to assist us? And that's where we begin. And spoiler spoiler alert, the form of money we're using today is unfortunately not that. It it, it makes everybody work against one another. But the Ooh. good news is it can readily be changed once we start to go down this path and get this wisdom again. Yeah, I absolutely love that. In, 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 in my world, that translates to money as the energetics of of how we communicate and it, it exists at different levels, right? I we play in a multi-dimensional reality in the superpower realm, and 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 that the way that translates in my in my space is that that that's it's, it's energetics, meaning that it has a physical form, right? It's got cash, right? It, it does have there is a physical form of it that is just, but that is just a physical representation of something that we've agreed upon, right? That's all it is. It's not. It's nothing more than a physical representation of an agreement. And we we haven't even gotten to that point to where it's not even a physical form now because money does money even exist? Right. It's literally at this point in time, digits, electronic digits on a computer screen. Because the amount of money that is actually in circulation compared to the money that's actually printed is so far offset that we will never catch up to the amount of money that actually can, needs to be printed. To physically represent it so therefore it can only be a thought or an idea well you know and it really i mean it's it's really supposed to be a, a particular tool um three percent of the money that we see is cash and 97 percent of it today uh really since the 80s um is, is someone's mortgage, uh, you know, and, and this, <laughs> this unfortunately is the problem. You know, even when money was created as gold, it was sort of better, but gold is always too scarce to represent the creative power of humanity. And um, oligarchies get built on money being created as gold because a few people can determine how much circulates, but creating money out of mortgage debt. So it's like a yo-yo when someone goes to the bank and takes a debt, it looks like dollars to us, but it really is the heads or the quarter head side of uh, of the equation. It looks like money in our account, but it really truly is just someone's debt. And when that mortgage is due, when that's finally paid off, the debt is gone, but what looked like money is also extinguished. And um, so, you know, it, it's it's really, it starts with this consciousness that you're pointing to that when we start to get this intimate knowing that no one can really pry or push us off the, the center, that yeah, money gets its whole source from our creativity, our passions, the resources of the earth. 
we now get to design it correctly. And um, we're sort of, we're just living, we're swimming in the sea, believing in scarcity. And because money right now is designed as mortgage debt, we're living in a reality where scarcity, the illusion of scarcity exists, but boy, and especially crypto showed us that we together can re-articulate the money, but the crypto world has not yet discovered the correct formula. And um, and I stumbled upon this after three years of research just on money in 2011. Yeah, it's um, I I played some I had spent some time in the crypto space myself, and I saw the same things that you that you saw. And uh, because of my work in the counterintelligence realm, uh, the the amount of fraud and scam that we saw, it was it was like this new concept of money came in and. In the first year, we we uncovered almost five thousand different fraud and scams in in the crypto space alone, and you could see the hope for the potentiality of this new way of being and trend, you know, and and whatnot. And it seems to have land landed in the at least Bitcoin. It seems to have landed in the realm of it's a speculative tool that p- traders can can make money make money on but is it really going to become the new thing that we as a society land on and it doesn't appear that way right now at least not to me so if bitcoin is not the answer to uh, to to the money of ending scarcity right which is kind of what the hope and desire that everybody was hoping that it would would be what mm-hmm. what is the solution Yeah, the solution is a couple steps beyond that. So, you know, the beauty is that Bitcoin still was sort of like the stake that went through the 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 castle door, you know, on the moat. It it did open the consciousness to say, wow, we we can do this, but we have to do it with the right principles. So even though Bitcoin may become later on a great store of value from its scarcity, um, money itself should never be scarce because it should just simply represent the productive value with the people. The only problem is, is we're so entrained in that dualistic 3D mind to think, wow, if it's not scarce, therefore it should be unlimited. But just like the equal sign, if we had 70 equations that solved, we would have 70 equi- we would have 70 equal signs. If we had 35, we'd have 35. 120, we'd have 120. When we start to actually have this much that we're producing with one another and our exchanges are a fair exchange, we should have that much money in circulation. So Actually, in history, they knew all this, 5,000 years of monetary history, any time a society thrived or went through a golden age, they created a token of exchange that was flexible in nature, and the quantity in circulation always equaled the ebbs and flows changing um, productivity, the value of the productivity in, in, in this society. And so we're coming upon this, and um, I do think that Bitcoin... You know, if we were to really end up with very little money circulating, it still could get used to support old school kind of hierarchical, oligarchical societies because like diamonds or gold, it could be made scarce. But what's going to happen is that, you know, people who are producing things like farmers or builders or anybody in communities, they're going to be able to start issuing their own credit backed by what they produce, the promise to deliver a gift certificate, an IOU. And that money is going to have the value of what they produce, but the quantity of their 
certificates or their alternative money will only be equal to the supply and demand of what they issue. And this is what the founding fathers did way back when they came here because they were in debt to the gold system in in Britain or or England, whatever it was at the time. And they started issuing colonial script, not off of nothing, but when they did it correctly, they issued it off of land banks. So that colonial script that was in circulation represented the real productivity of the land. Now, the consciousness was probably not there um, in the collective. And so still, you know, the uh, French and the British with all the monarchies weren't going to have it. They called it a mischief and the Revolutionary War started (laughs) and they came with their tall ships with printing presses and destroyed the value of the script and and the Continentals. Um, but we now with blockchain, so what crypto has given us is the ability to really verify, um, is the issuer, is the producer issuing the right amount of money? Do they really have the production? Is the demand for that supply legit? And so I think we're on the precipice of the greatest money revolution that we've ever seen. It's sort of wildcat banking 3.0, and um, it's going to liberate the abundance and the, the productive power and collective contributions and imagination that we envision with this high coherence. Yeah, it's... um. um... <laughs> dare I say it's a brave new world, right? In in that sense of of what it's going to look like. And I love your I love the picture that you paint of of you know the farmer is going to be able to hold his own currency of like this is what I need in exchange for what I produce, mm-hmm. right? And 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 how that works and and, and really putting the focus on the energy in, energy out aspect of it i mean some of the conversations that we were having before the show right of like what what could we do if they just didn't produce the halftime show of the super bowl the amount of money right that is that was that is spent there how much more value could we create by investing that money differently right and and looking at looking at what we value differently It's so true. You know, I even think that sort of demagoguery comes from um, living in a society where money is made scarce on purpose. And again, it's sort of, I I like to think it's not even coming from bad actors. It's just coming from a lower state of consciousness, a lack of imagination. And years ago, I was spending a lot of time in India and there would be these small villages and everybody would say, oh, they're so poor. We have to raise money for them, this and that. And I would walk around the villages and look at them and see they had beautiful families and history and traditions and skills and intelligence and all these kinds of things. And I would say to myself, my goodness, they really don't look that poor. In fact, they seem quite wealthy. They just don't have money. What if we were to help them actually create a proper new token off of the wealth that they contribute to one another? And, you know, put into their society, help them issue the right amount of money off of their production. And, you know, it's it's this shift in thinking 
Because, you know, once we decide that we want to contribute something of value to one another, that actually is the source, that is the value. Money is dependent on the wealth that we contribute to one another. And we're just right now still living in a world where wealth is dependent on the money we capture. So (laughs) we're still living backwards, um, but we're so close to breaking it open and returning to the empowered place that humanity was meant to be. You you just painted the picture of a very beautiful picture of. I, I'm a big sci-fi fan. I'm, I'm I'm a huge Star Wars geek, right? And 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 Star Wars mainly because of the complexity that the universe provides. Star Trek, not so much. Star Star Trek, there's like there's no friction. Everything's law. There's no money. There's no right. It it's a pretty picture, but it's very utopian, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the bad guys are out there. I'm painting this picture because the picture you just painted is that of like being in a most Eisley spaceport where there are different alien species. We all look different. We all do different things and we all have our different currency, but guess what? The bartender takes all of it. That's right. That's right. And really in this world, that's the world we're living in. I, we, we just have lots of little veils over it. You know, the dollar itself, because it truly is mortgage debt, which again, like most of us are conditioned to think that the Fed issues the money, that it's really fiat money. And none of this is really true. It, it almost would be better. <laughs> um, I'm not suggesting that that's the system we go back to. But, um, you know, the Fed simply creates reserves for the banks. So it just creates the solvency for the banks. The money yeah. that we use in society only comes when people borrow. And that's why we get booms and busts because if if people can't keep borrowing and they can't earn money fast enough to repay and borrow right away again, we get a bust in the economy. And that's actually what created 2008. Borrowers ran out of steam to run on that treadmill fast enough. And that's, of course, where wars come from, that humanity runs out of steam. So this system is so begging for a brilliant new and enlightenment to come. I do think that sort of our ancestors and 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 their grandparents before them were on the same sort of hero's journey to break out of this. And here we are, we're the first civilization, you know, they're all praying for us that we get this simple wisdom. Oh, wait a minute, money is a not has a no intrinsic value. It's just an equal sign. And it's supposed to come into society representing the productive value that we create with one another, limited in quantity by supply and demand. And when we get the simple rules about money again, but with blockchain technology, we're gonna, we're 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 literally like the egg, the little chicken pecking out of the egg. We have no idea what beautiful world is waiting for us if we can stay energized enough. And um, we're that we are the first civilization in in modern history that has the ability to do it. So it's really quite really extraordinary when we yeah. stop about it. And here's the thing, folks, that I'm going to paint this question for you that really begs to be asked is what do you want more for your kids? What do you want more for your life? What's more valuable to you? Having a million dollars in the bank or knowing that you've got things that you can lean into that aren't scarce, that you trust, that you know that they're just going to be there because we've created the systems that allow for it to just be there. And we have to stop and ask ourselves, what do we want more of? 
right. and know that that the systems that we can create moving here, moving forward, can last well into the future generationally to sustain our children. So we don't have to be worry about creating generational wealth because it creates itself. And truly, children would be empowered to tap into their gifts and their passions, you know, without sort of the conflicted compromise, oh, I do this for money, I do this for love, you know? And because it was, there were even the nonprofit and profit world were never supposed to be separated. When money is created correctly, the nonprofit and profit world merge because we're in alignment. And, uh, you know, and then the other reality, um, which I think in the past 50 years, we've been able to live a life that's detached um, from some of the history, certainly here in the U.S., but in the 30s, the gold was confiscated. The dollars could easily be confiscated again. The currency could change, you know. And so when we start really coming home to some of these ideas, if we if we don't really um, put energy into, wow, turning it around, um, we may be in the same sort of um, you know, lost space for a while, and it may have to get more difficult until that we're in that birth canal again. But when we focus on our passions and our gifts and our exchange systems with one another, and then rebuild the money systems from that, nothing can stop humanity from taking its rightful place of, of living with nature and really being able to explore and expound upon the miraculous gifts that are in us. I absolutely agree. And folks, the time is now. The shift is now. And and what do we want more? What do you want more? And it's not a fantasy. It's not a dream. It's a reality. People live their lives like that. I live my life this way. This is how I live my life. It's, it's understanding how money works and navigating the spaces. And you know what? I always have plenty. Not only plenty, I have more than enough to give back and grow and invest and make sure that not only are my needs met, but the needs of my family are met, the needs of my children are met, which means that I can go out and pour into others and help them and contribute to what they're doing and so forth. And it's, it's part of this new economy that has to get created. Money is just the tool. We have to create the new economy that goes along with that. And so Kristen, you, you truly have a vision and thank you so much for for painting the, this picture of of what is possible, uh, and 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 for writing the book and, and doing the work in the world because it, it truly does matter. One one more time, where can people go find more information about you? The easiest place again is the website, which is theendofscarcity.com or kristenragason.com. The book you can find everywhere, Amazon, Apple, Barnes & Noble, Audible. Um, and then you can stay in contact with me, join the community to start building these, uh, these new systems near you. Um, and then all I'm on all social media as well. We need to do this together. Um, the way out is together because there is, there's no meaning in this life without one another. So it's, it's really, even, even the solution I think is beautiful because it's ingrained in the truth. Uh, so true. So true. When you, when you look at things from a different perspective and you step outside of the box that we've been put in, you start to see things a whole lot different. And folks go pick up Kristen's book, go read the Indiscarcity, start taking the book and start developing that conscious relationship with money for yourself. 
for your children so we can start doing things, dare I say, better than, than we have done so far. And until next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.